the holidays are getting here, Adam. I know it doesn't feel like it, but they're on their way. It was a little chilly last night, so I, I believe it's coming. The fall is in the air. But the problem is people need money to buy gifts for loved ones. And, and they got a list. Unless you're listening, people can't buy it if it's not on the internet. If you're looking to make some money and you're looking to make it fast, you got that death pile of clothing. Sellhound is for you. We've been some good friends over there, Suzanne. She's been helping us out. She's been liking our videos. I don't know if you've seen over on our uh, YouTube page, but she's been making comments. She loves us, Adam. I don't know what we did right, but she loves us. It's because you brought up Gene Simmons. That's why. Uh, it didn't hurt. Well, our friends at Sellhound are giving you a special offer. If you go on there, sign up for an account, it, it'll allow you, it'll help you to get your, your clothing items, your, your death pile, it'll help you to get listed a lot faster, which means more sales. I mean, your clothing, your shoes, your, your women's handbag purse type items. I know you got a lot of those, so let's help you out. Let's get those items listed. Derek, how can they qualify for that? Well, first off, they're going to let you do your first three for free. Just try it out and see if you like it. Learn how it works. So, you can't be free. You're, you're out of nothing. Everyone knows the, if they're going to do it for free, it, you're going to get hooked. If it's free, it's for me. Uh, after that, you just put in Death Piles, all capitalized, Death Piles 25, and you'll get 25% off whatever subscription you decide to go with. That sounds like a wonderful deal to help you make more money. And, and like I said, that's what they're all about, is helping you get that bottom line so you can enjoy the things you want to enjoy. Get some holiday cash. And spend it at... Uh, everywhere you want on the internet. Welcome everybody, it is Death Piles and Taxes, episode number 103. We are happy to have a special guest here in the studio with us. Hi. Tell everyone who you are, buddy. Hi, hello, I'm Trey Beasley, Adam Beasley's son. He is here to run the computer. We're teaching him young, D-Roy, trying to get him uh, learned up. Adam lost all, well, I can't say how he lost the other interns and what happened there, but um, don't think I'm going to go easy on you just because you're the boss's son. Tell him we're happy to take whatever he can throw at him. About choked to death right there. That's your first, yeah, that's, you say, that's karma. You say that now, but once I bring it about Halloween and uh, trick-or-treating and what have you, mm -hmm. you two are on, on blast. Well, we just got back from the venue sports. We went over there and did the uh, Death Piles and Taxes card giveaway. A special shout-out to Phil over there. Love going to that show. Hey, we all we got some stuff today. We did good, man. I went over there. Uh, he had some. So uh, it was pretty random. But he posted this uh, Patrick Mahomes rookie card that somebody pulled. I heard he's gonna be a pretty good little ball player. And so I, I went over to the shop and I said, "Hey, hey, Phil, where did that guy get that that Patrick Mahomes rookie card out?" He said, "Oh, I got a whole bunch of these uh, 2017s here." So I bought a few and I went home and I I pulled myself a Patrick Mahomes rookie card and. After talking with my wife and saying, this is what they're going for if they're graded, you know, anywhere from a, a, a 8 to a 10, um, I think I'm going to buy some more. She goes, yeah. And then I didn't want to buy them all out of stock because Phil tries to have stuff for people and, and what have you. So I texted him. I said, hey, hey Phil, how many of those uh, do you got? He goes, oh, I have about 40 or so. Just put some out there and stuff. I said, put 20 away for me for my next <laughs> visit. I'll, I'll leave you with half. And then he said that 
The next day, somebody came and bought them out anyway, so I should have just bought them all, but whatever. You're a good guy. A good karma means you've got the uh, 20 Patrick Mahomes in your packs, not his. Well, I figure, I mean, to make it even pay itself off, I just need to hit like one or two. That's about it. Um, mm-hmm. Turns out he's had a pretty good season. I don't know yeah. if he's been following or not, but... He lost to my Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday. <laughs> the Prumpy, the Prumpy uh, practice squad. Uh, hey, we're right over the hump to Pahrump. I mean, you can see the stadium from my house, allegedly. Allegedly. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a fun season, that going on. Trey's keeping up with the NCAA uh, football rankings. I saw that over there at the shop. What's the biggest surprise of the year, Trey? Um, Louisiana is ahead of LSU. That's, all, that's a surprise, and... Also, BYU's at number 10. That tells you what the, all you need to know about this season right now is that it's pretty much worthless at this point. Can we all agree on that? We mm-hmm. did not say that, Andre. No. I did. And who else was number 25? I'm, I'm Derek Everett, and I approve this message. Who is number 25, Trey? Um, Coastal Carolina, a small school in the Sunbelt no. Conference, which apparently is one of the worst conferences in, oh, I didn't say that. It, <laughs> oh, it, 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 in the in the in the NCAA. I heard the Sun Belt equals the Fun Belt. That's what I've heard on the TV. Like good times. Well, Adam, I found your taco truck. My, I know, I found it too. It's no, like, well, never mind. There was there was my surprise. It's the other way, not this way. Hey, I, I thought I had some for you. Well, I, I, I haven't been to the taco truck for a while, but you know what? I, I before we really get into this, like I said, this is our podcast. We talk. A lot of different stuff. Mostly talking about selling stuff. We go under the umbrella of, of uh, selling online eBay. Yeah. The, the umbrella, but we uh, we scatter hither and thither and, and in between. A plethora of topics. Um, you were out for a Sunday drive. You were you were on the 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 slow road to nowhere on Sunday. I'd go visit the sick and the, the afflicted. <laughs> the sick and the afflicted. <laughs> we've had we've had some uh, we've had some complications in the Everett household. The, the, I had to go make sure they were uh, among the living still. <laughs> go go administer to them. So we, we're on our way. And I fellowship with Phil, but I minister with family. Yeah. <laughs> we were on our way down to uh, down to uh, my in-laws this this past Sunday, and you kind of get on the old road. You know, you like to take the the road last travel. You know, see some things. Sure. And uh, we're we're on there. And, this guy in front of me, he was a borderline speed limit, you know, a little under the speed limit, and I wasn't in a big hurry, so I don't like, you know, I backed off quite a ways, and I kept thinking, do I pass him, do I not pass him, do I pass him, do I not pass him? And, and sh- sure enough, I mean, t- times happened, I, I didn't pass him, just kind of backed off, enjoyed the view, and come to find out, it was D-Roy himself right in front of me. In no hurry, I put that uh, I put that cruise control down. I'm getting about 50 miles per hour. I'm looking over at the fields. I'm looking at the uh, we got that the reservoir down that way, the, the lavender fields of the of the herb farm, and um, yeah, the red cliffs on the left, the red cliffs, the mountains. It's just a beautiful, beautiful scenery, uh, landscape, and um, I'm discussing all the world's problems with my wife, and I solve everything by the time I get home. And, and keep in mind, it was 55 was the speed limit, but Derek was getting that extra three miles a gallon. That's why he is the penny pincher. He go around, man. I don't care. I, I didn't. I, I was in no hurry either. That's so. that's the thing. I mean, if you're in a hurry, I-15, the major freeways right there, or, or there's a passing, he can go around. I mean, I am kind of that, getting to be more of that old guy on the on the Sunday drives, but. That's the reason you go for a Sunday drive. I'm not going to, to set a world's record or anything. I'm going to relax and uh, 
And you take the back road, and that's what we did. So, well, like I said, you, we, we you're sending me texts and stuff, and uh, I didn't see it till later that night. I, I left the phone at home, didn't even bother about that. So, Leroy, he is. I was getting disconnected. He is recharging. He is disconnected. So, we, we talked about in the past. I, you know, been getting into some buying some things. Like I said, this COVID has really turned the world in a different direction. Um, I have been able to get out and thrift as much as we used to a year ago. Um, nor did it kind of, it's kind of like shifted my focus. I mean, like I said, I should well, talk cool. What we say do it, I mean, uh, that's the thing. The, the key to doing this long term to be able to do this is, yeah, you can go buy some things and you can flip them fast, but if you don't like it, it's not fun for you. How long are you actually going to stay doing it? So Adam's found that this is fun for him. I don't mind going to thrift stores and that kind of thing, and I will once COVID's kind of disappeared. But as of right now, uh, cards are not only um, easy to get online, but they're they're continuing to be pretty uh, pretty worthwhile investments. That they're still pretty hot right now. So Adams went deep dived into uh, soccer, which is uh, it's something. It's something all right. And uh, anyways, but he has fun with it. and He enjoys it, and uh, that's why we get the weekly so- soccer update. Trey, we made a purchase for you this last week. What did you get? What large quantity of cards did you get, and, and what have you been looking at? So in so the 1992 series, Americana, I, I don't think you, any of... I've never heard of it. My dad's never heard of it. Oh, I've heard of it. I've heard so, of it, lots of it. So I found it, and it's pretty much a Isn't bunch of... is spring CD, Americana? <laughs> it, it, it's a bunch of different... History, historic cards, so pretty much a bunch of historic names like Davy Crockett, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, you know. Did you get that Wilkes Booth rookie? Um, I did get a Wilkes Booth, but not, I don't think they have a rookie card of him. Oh, I was just curious. So, so it sounds like you're learning history and, and pulling cards at the same time. It sounds like your father has bamboozled you into learning things while you're having fun. That's the truth. There you have it. Education. So, what were your two favorite cards that you've pulled out of that set? Aaron Burr and I haven't got. I've got them some time to look at them. I haven't looked at them like up all yet. So, I'm looking for a second a second oh, favorite. Why do you like Aaron Burr? He's a bad guy. Um, he he, he was tried for treason however in the 1807 however he was let go they still he shot a man in cold blood um yes but that was in a duel apparently <laughs> you let the kids watch the hamilton or do you not let them watch the hamilton we have not seen the hamiltons yet mm. but but it is on the list like I said, that's, that's a good one we we've turned card collecting like I said, he's into cards like you said but again it's, it's one of those things like uh, we just discussed it. Like, it's just, sports is kind of different now. Like, I mean, I know there's four teams right now: the Astros and and uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. You know, there's a couple teams left: uh, the Dodgers and the Braves are the teams left. But I don't even, I couldn't even name three players: Chipper Jones, yes, Mike Piazza. There you go, Dave Justice. They keep going. Um, um, Derek Jeter and and Wade Boggs. What about Mike Trout? What about Mike Trout? About time he gets some respect. He's not in the playoffs. He got he's he's on the other LA team though. So what I mean by that is is you know I guess it's Anaheim. It's not even LA anymore. Not even really. Adams quitting sports going to going to historical yeah, historical historical, historical soccer. We're we're looking at stuff that happened in the thirties, forties, fifties. 
Um, so like I mean, just kind of shifted, you know, and, and he's very much into this. I mean, Trey, you've looked at a lot of cards. Do you find it more interesting looking at uh, these cards, or would you say the, uh, I don't know, um, the NBA cards that you've gotten in the past? What do you like looking at more? Um, I like the Americana cards. Those are the cards that he means by this. So I, I, I enjoy them more just That's the cards you mean by this, old man. That's right. Figures. And, and they've got like this, you, you've got trivia on the one side. And, and I'm, wait, I'm waiting for this disclosure of Adam owns this card group and he's, he's just put this out on Kickstarter. He's trying to make some bucks. I'm thinking there's some back-end investment or something here I'm missing. There's no investment. There. How many Americana cards have been graded? How many PSA 10 Aaron Birds do we have around? Um, None, but there is 10 graded. Oh, okay. Of that whole set. By PSA, anyway. All right. So we got really lucky because my daughter, she just likes to open the packs. Oh, who doesn't? We, we bought a box. We felt good. And part of the sets were a Babe Ruth Americana card, and there was also a Brigham Young Americana <laughs> card. <laughs> Brother Brigham, huh? So, so we were all kinds of, we had pulled the two, but we wanted to get extras, and we said, oh, please, on these extra packs, get us the duplicate Babe Ruth. And, of course, it hit. We had the Babe Ruth. Um, it's a 250-card set. I think we're missing 19 to complete the set. Yeah. And uh, the next pack, the like second-to-last pack, we pulled that other uh, Brother Brigham, and, man, we were excited. Oh, beards all around. I wish... That beards they, and the ladies. We're, I, we're deep with that I guy. I wish that they were rookie cards, but but not yet. You get Brigham's rookie, man. That's a... That's a Chore around here to, I don't know, we'd try to say something it. without offending everyone. We'd have every kind of money if we pulled a, a Brigham Young. Yeah, you'd be I, lucky I, to have that kind of money. I'll, I'll see what I can find. Well, Adam, who you got here? What you got? So, like I said, it's been mail call. I've gotten some interesting things. Like I said, we're always learning different ways to, to ship. That's always my favorite, especially cards. But uh, I, I've already pulled it out. But I want you to open this and see. This is probably the most unusual package that I've ever received. Well, how many packages have you received, Adam? So, but look at where it came from. It came from um, I don't I don't know I don't speak French. It, it, it's a country in well, it used to be Russia. Looks like there's a lady pouring something into the well there. Probably biblical. Serbia. Oh well, Serbia. So yeah. so this is what my card came in. That's got a wow. Yeah, you bring Trey so I can't make my inappropriate comments. Exactly. That's why. It looks like there's a lady in a pill that may be for for, for performance. And, and, and you open it up. It came in this super hard plastic cover, and that's how they ship the card. They just put it in the middle. Well, there's no, it. there's no card. Well, I took the card out. So you saved the shipping packaging to show me? Yeah. So, I mean, I, so this is some cool shit. This one came from Italy. I mean, it, the global shipping program works both ways. <laughs> you can buy it out of the country. I've never seen a man so thrilled to get some mail from. Europe. Well, I know. I'm just saying, like I said, this is some cool stuff. I mean, I'm pumped about it. Trey, if you find this underneath the Christmas tree wrapped up, you're going to be surprised. I mean, he brings you in here, but that might that might be all you get these It's been a lean year. When's the last time Vladimir sent you something? Last time I ordered something from Vladimir. <laughs> I'm sending stuff to Budapest, Hungary. Well, you, you are part of that world no, shipping. I'm, I'm shipping out. How easy is it to do the world shipping? It's very easy. Um, That was... That was a big thing. I did have a big sell this week in my Ghostbuster, um, my Ghostbuster Ghost Trap that I got down at the Walmart for twenty dollars. Okay. And if you can find these at your local Walmart, this is another one I can share now because I can't find it anywhere. <laughs> a Bolo. It's uh, it's the Ghost Trap, but it's like the uh, replica, real size. 
Some guy over in, uh, in Budapest, Hungary, decided to buy that for, I believe it was $90 off me, and then he couldn't have it fast enough, so... He couldn't have it. I, I, pa I packed it up, and I, I just have to ship it to Kentucky, and they'll get it to him, and he'll say, look at this American wrapping here. Look at this guy. He put in some, I don't know, bubble wrap and, and put it in the Gatorade box. Is that how he'd sound? Yeah. No, I think he'd sound a little different. I don't, I'm not going to be the guy that goes down like that. You just want Trey to be your new co-host and get me to do accents of foreign people. I don't know how that ends. I'm, just, I'm woke. You are woke. There is no one who is more woke than you are. I, I, I got international uh, implications coming in here in the next couple months. We got some big, some big things on the horizon. I, I've heard you've been working the. Uh, I, I was going to say pole, but I don't. I work the pole a little bit. I do whatever it takes to get ends meet on the table. Working the the. Uh, the I don't know what they call it, the pavement. You've been pounding the pavement, working working some things for the death piles and taxes community. So well, we're we're doing what we can. Um, but yeah, no, uh, super easy and like I'm saying, it goes both ways with the international shipping program. Uh, the good thing about that is it takes care of all your fees, your tariffs, your taxes, which we don't really know a whole lot about here in America. I'm guessing when these guys get my orders, they're like. Oh my goodness! I'm shipping something to Payson, Utah. They probably they probably bring out Google Maps, see where it's at. They zoom in. They say that looks savvy. I don't know if this is gonna be safe. We better double. We better double package that. I gotta check out where, where uh, Vladimir lives. Too. Vladimir pulls out the blue chew packets and puts them two by two to pack your uh, your card and send them over this way. Yes, and, and I'd have to have Jimmy Cheapy Pants to interpret this. Uh, Information here in, in Italian. I don't. I don't. I don't speak the Italian either. Yeah. So like I said, if you haven't, it's not that um, cumbersome. It, it really is easy. Like so the first item we ever shipped internationally, Derek kind of walked us through it. We figured it out. Um, it, it, it's been great. It's been really, really good fun. So don't be um, worried. Like I so said, don't don't think. Well, I can't do this. This is so difficult. No, you can figure it out. It's simple. Uh, eBay makes it pretty simple. There's enough shipping uh, tutorials and places around um, besides us. If you're if you're trying to figure this out, and if it is in the in the global shipping program, you really just have to get it to a warehouse in Kentucky. So it's not not much harder than that. Um, after that, they take care of the rest of it. So I was well, I told the guy in Budapest because he wanted his thing. I'm guessing I don't know if they're doing a Halloween spectacular. I don't know really what's going on, but he wanted that trap and he wanted it soon. So I. Uh, I told them, hey, eBay's going to take it from here. I got it, I got it to Kentucky. They'll have the shipping. They'll have all the info. Um, basically, stop sending me a message or multiple a day. Yes. But right. I said it nicely. Wow. That guy really wanted his Ghostbusters. He wanted, they don't have Walmarts over there, I guess. Well, but I don't know why not. Yeah. The five and dime. Yeah, so Walmart, last time I checked, I looked at a road atlas and... It pretty much shows you all the Walmarts, and the only other Walmarts are really in Canada. Did you go over to Budapest, though? Um, no. So, I mean, what's that news to you? There's Walmarts in China. There is? Yeah, you gotta Google that. So, um, the map that you had was made in 1999, so there's been several that have multiplied. And still have the, uh, the USSR on some of that. <laughs> so, Trey, we got you on here. Like, you know, this, is, this is not rehearsed anything. What do you know about Walmart? What, what, you know a history of Walmart? Um, so it started as a five and dime store. So it so basically in Dentonville, I, I can't remember the name, but someplace in Arkansas. They um That's Sam where Walton most started was someplace in Arkansas. Sam Walton came and started Walmart 
hit, hit, he, he grew, and then he, he sold some stock, and then now Walmart is today. Part of the Communist Party that's taken over the world? No. Oh, okay. You keep Derek straight. Don't, don't, don't listen to his propaganda. Depends who you talk to. So, one of the things we did, and Trey advised me to this uh, probably, I don't know, six months ago, we bought stock at some Walmart. Man, that stock is doing great. We're up about 40% since the time <laughs> yeah. we bought it. About the time the, the world shut down, Walmart's been doing real good. Exactly. That's why we did it. So, Trey, if you were thrifting in any of that area and you saw some old Walmart stuff, I'm talking, you know, 60s, 70s, do you think that that's something that would resell at a, at a good dollar? Um... It depends on the item. I mean, if it's some... Say a hat or a vest. I mean, um, it would have to be, like, made from... I mean, it's, it's going to be worth some money just be, just because it's... It might be worth some money just because it's so close. But it would have to say, like, Walmart on it. What about it was, like, a vest and it said Walton was the name tag? It looked like it was probably 1972. Guy want thirty dollars for it. You can make that deal. No, it's probably worth much more than that. Well, yes. then, then you're gonna buy it from so you can sell it for much more than that. Huh? But when you buy it for that price, so you can sell it for more. Yeah. Yeah, but would you pay thirty dollars or would you negotiate? Um, it depends on. I mean, if. I mean, maybe try to negotiate. I always negotiate. I don't know. I know your dad here doesn't like to do it. I always negotiate. I, I'm trying to get you to take the pointers from the um, the eBay champion. Trey, if, if you do anything in life, if you listen to Derek on his reselling things, you will be a gajillion. Always, always negotiate. You can always say, okay, I'll, I'll pay your price if they won't do it. But you can never go back and renegotiate for $30, you get them down to, I only got a $20 bill, and I'm going out of town right now. You just saved yourself $10. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He just became woke. There, there you go. The ability to negotiate. You find that Brigham Young rookie car. I mean, you can, you're not going to pay sticker price, even if over it fills. You say, Phil, I'll give you $5 for that card. He's got it marked at 10 or 7 He's probably going to take that deal. If not, you can always pay him the 7 or the 10 Mm-hmm. This is, Trey, this is great advice. And this is great advice for anybody. Like I said, a, a lot of people in this resale game, I mean, it is. It's a game. It's, it's Some people like that ability to negotiate. I'm not a big fan of it. I mean, like I said, I, here it is. This is what I have. Take it or leave it. Not a big deal. That's because Adam's got pockets so deep that the Grand Canyon calls him for advice on deepness. <laughs> I didn't think it through that far. Trey, I'm stuck looking at me like that. <laughs> It's a uh, nice try. I don't nice do well try. with a live audience. Yeah, nice I don't even know what you're talking about. Most of our listeners don't. Yeah, most don't. 30% of the time. <laughs> Ten for people that are still listening, and two of them are related to me. But I was talking last week about negative feedback. Yeah, I was going to ask. I just I, I listened to it. How did you, uh, that negative feedback? It's, it's removed. It's no longer there. So persistence pays off, and that's something I wanted to bring up is I kept getting the auto reply of, Hey, they can leave you a negative if you want, you know, um, after talking to people and stuff. But I followed up with a email response to that saying why it should be removed. Part of their policy took the, the returns like we talked about last week. And lo and behold, somebody emailed me back and said, you're 100% right. That will be gone within 24 hours. And now I have zero negative feedbacks on the account. So um, don't give up. Be persistent, especially right now. I know it's hard because people, you can't get talking face-to-face to be or 
not face to face, but you can't talk to somebody directly. Yeah, you, you can't do it. You, if those of you go back and listen to the, the full story, but somebody bought some Butterfingers or a candy bar from Derek, and it was one because Derek is the king of selling candy. Um, it was one for nine or ten dollars, and he thought he was getting the whole box. And it was a still of a deal. Yes. Now uh, they got two cups, so that was five dollars a cup. Now, he, you are, like I said, the king of candy. You know buying these things. Until you find some new guy on the internet and make you feel bad like the wrestling cards. Well, I mean, you, you uh, are selling more quantity than he is. But last year we, we talked about Neko Wafers, and you sent, us oh, yeah, a, oh, yeah. you, you sent us a notification in the text group. Now, fill us in on that Neko Wafers that you just sold. Well, the Neko Wafers, if you remember, uh, oh boy, it was about a year ago, maybe a little more, where... Uh, the, the company that made Necco wafers, Mary Jane, some of your uh, other candy went out of business. Now, Denny Everett, who we're going to have to have on the, on the podcast here directly, big Necco wafer fan, big <laughs> Necco wafer guy, would, would usually have them in a suit coat, and uh, boy, he really enjoyed them. So I got word that this company was going out of business about that same time, and ultimately thought of eBay, and they were just going, I mean, they were going for, for crazy prices. So, I found some Mary Janes over down the road here, if you remember that day you were running late. I do. You're down here at the local candy store. Now, Mary Jane's nothing more than like a, a peanut butter uh, candy, uh, almost like a peanut butter taffy yeah, of sort. And I sold those for, I mean, a king's ransom. I mean, it was something, it was enough that my grandpa at the 4th of July that year questioned me about it and basically said, now, I saw on your Instagram that you sold this candy for... I don't even remember. It was like fifty, sixty dollars for 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 a, for a box, and yeah. and he said, now, "Now, Derek, I need to ask you something. Now, are you are you selling drugs? <laughs> you can be honest with me. Is that is that internet? Is that how you, are you selling drugs? So now I'm just selling confectionery candy. And uh, anyway, I, so when I was on my big uh, hunt for for uh, lids a um, couple months ago. Uh, you know, I went to a lot of the smaller grocery stores around here, and I was just at the, the Payson Market, and I was walking around and, and cleaning up with lids, and I saw a big old a big old box of uh, Necco wafers, and I mean, there, there's rumors that another company's buying them out and going to start producing here again, so this is only going to be a bolo for probably, I don't know, three or four more months, maybe, something like that, but... Uh, so I bought that out of the box, and I thought, well, if nothing else, Dad's got a pretty good Christmas present coming his way. But um, sold the uh, sold the box, and I don't know how many was in there. Um, probably 20, 24 rolls. Uh, Dad, I paid more than a dollar a roll, if that. We'll I mean, call it twenty dollars. What you paid for? Something like that. And I, what did I sell it for? It was hundred something. Hundred like twenty seven dollars. Hundred twenty seven dollars. That's something that you package up very, very well, very, very good. And, and, uh, and, you know, that there's all sorts of these little things out there. If people, you know, that's why I say, that's why I say keep scanning, keep looking. So, so just that Derek went right into a normal grocery store, you know, nothing crazy. You, you go to grocery stores anyways. This is, this is post-pandemic clean-out. So if somebody missed these when, the, when they were clearing the shelves, somehow the neck of wafers survived. Yeah, so just, just to let you know, like I said, the more educated you can get, like I said, we've kind of talked about, hit about those things, I mean, Discounted spices, you know, discounted items. Like I said, just because it's not selling in one place doesn't mean it's not selling in another place. Well, I mean, that's the thing, this discontinued thing. There was uh, some some wraps. I think they were Stouffer's wraps. I can't even remember what they were. Uh, but they were 
basically a seasoning on um, wax paper, for, yeah. for lack of a better term. You put the chicken breast in there and kind of crumple it together and it, it coats your, uh, your chicken breast. Um, I found some of these, and I'd seen the bolos going out on these before, and they were kind of hard to find, but I found some up at the NPS store, and uh, they were 10 cents a piece at the NPS store. Wow. And so I bought out everything they had, and uh, I mean, you know, there was probably 24 or something like that, and I sold them for $100. I mean, and they, they went pretty fast. So there's, I mean, this discontinued thing is, because people get to where they like things. You get accustomed to things. If you want to go get your diet do, and there's no diet do, but you need it and your body tells you you need it and people are just weird that way, you're going to pay a lot for a diet do. Um, I listen to other podcasts and, and things, and there's a there's a shortage actually in the South right now uh, because a lot of the things come in from China, I guess, with a lot of our, our soda pops and our drinking things that we yes. drink. Uh, Mellow Yellow Zero. Oh, yes. Apparently, there's a shortage on Mellow Yellow Zero. Wow. And so there's people that, you know, if you can get a 12-pack, they'll pay you, I mean, just... A king's ransom. A king's ransom, which is a lot of money. Look it up. And, uh, I mean, there's things like that that it's an opportunity, risk-reward. There's also, a, I think it was Selby Life Water. There's certain flavors that are hard to find. So, I don't know. I mean, there's just opportunities, right? And so, maybe... Mellow Yellow Zero is not a big seller here. I don't know. But if you go to the store and there's a, a pallet of it because people here don't drink it, but in the South, they can't get enough of it. And, you know, you can just buy it and everything's get discontinued and uh, Grandma's going to come over and you only know how to make that herb chicken with the wrap things. You, you got to figure it out. So, man, you just brought something up. Like I said, I've been always looking. We used to use a lot of the... Um, Hidden Valley Ranch packets to make, you know, ranch, but we had, it was the dill flavored. It wasn't regular, and the problem is, is they, they changed the recipe, just like, like the, like the Butterfingers. Like Butterfingers did, um, and the problem is, is now I'm, I'm looking it up as we speak, because I haven't been able to find it. I haven't been able to find that one, and I would pay a King's Ransom for it, because it's so much better. So much better, and when you're going to a holiday party, and you got to bring your ranch, if you bring the dill ranch... People are going to, it's going to pop. It's going to be something different. They're going to say, what did you do there? Oh, that's my secret recipe, right? Yeah. That's your secret recipe. A lot of people have, you know, where's this nutmeg spice or whatever that's been discontinued. Or they're going to make their uh, their prime rib or their, their ham dinner and they have their herbs and spices that they mix. If they can't find it, they're going to pay for it because they want grandpa to look over and say, son, are you, are you selling drugs when you made this ham? Has this got drugs in it? And you say, no, grandpa, that's just homemade glaze. And see, even here they don't even have it. They got the stupid new ones, and they're garbage. Garbage, I tell you. So there's your bolo, um, if you can find the uh, Hidden Valley Ranch with the... Uh, Dill's, dill Ranch, not creamy, but the, just the plain dill, because the creamy just makes it not as good. And there's a bolo, and you hit up Adam Beasley directly, and he'll buy it all from you. We'll, we'll, we'll get it good. So, Well, we're, man, we're running already. It's been been good. Um, I want to hit it again, like I said, where, where everybody's asking. Uh, I know it's going to be hard to believe, but people want to know about taxes, Derek. People want to know about taxes. They want to know how they can save money on taxes. Um, you know, if you are in the mode of um, further uh, education, what I mean by that is if you are going to do some, uh, you know, post-high school education, whether it's a, a trade school, it's an online school, um, you know, online college, a lot of people are doing that. A little community college action. A little, little community college. Um, at the end of the year, you should get what's called a 1098T from that 
that educational place. Now, we're, we're, this would have to be a, some accredited college that has an EIN number and all of these things. But that amount of money that you pay has a large potential of being a tax credit for you. Um, in some instances, up to $2,500 if you're in the first four years of your um, education. And anything past that, we're talking a potential of uh, $2,000. Um, so that's one thing that you want to look into is if you are going to school, remember to get that 1098T and submit it with your taxes. You or, or your spouse if you file together, am I right? Correct, both. And I know Holly's you know, returned to do some educational stuff, so we'll have that. Um, the other part is uh, for those first four years, there's several other factors that can go into it. What I mean by that is, is there's potential if you bought a new laptop, if you bought new new school supplies, if you had to buy you know some sort of a software program or well, if I bought a cool vest to wear that said Walton was from Walmart from the seventies, but it was to go to school and wear for you because you are a college um, guest speaker, I will make sure we somehow did that. Okay. Well, we'll make sure we take care of that for you and your business. But as far as the formal college education, ten ninety eight T's like I said, uh, computers. Um, books. Make sure you're keeping track of how much you're spending on books, whether it's an online rental, you know, one-time download PDF. I mean, whatever those things are, those are all going to be some sort of tax deduction for you. So that's another tax lookout is any kind of um, education. Like I said, keep track of it because it will help you save money on your taxes. And that's what we're all about, saving you, saving you that money because, uh, you know, you save a little bit, and you can go buy you some uh, herb wraps down at the, the discount mart and sell it for a couple hundred bucks. And I mean, if you don't got the money, you can't do that. There's two things we encourage, and that is make more money and save on taxes. Those are the key elements of uh, becoming wealthy, happy, just like you are. There's a reason we call this the Death Piles and Taxes podcast. Why do we call that, Adam? Because for the rest of your life, and even the year that you die, you have to file your taxes. Well, I got a guy that does that for me. That's right, because here at Adam Up Accounting, that's what we do. We take care of taxes. We're very familiar with online retailers. Even if you're listening because you enjoy the sultry sounds of Derek Everett, we will take care of your taxes. Check us out online, adamupaccounting.com. The social medias, we will help make sure that you file your taxes timely and enjoy the process. And D-Roy, we might as well jump into the second half of the episode. I see what you did there. You jumped in your seat as you said. That's right. We, we, you know, last year, week you're listening, like I said, we, we get there with that, uh, what do you call it, gambler's cloof? Coof, you need some coof. I had to look that up, man. You say some words I don't know. Coofless. Um, you know, Van Halen passed this, this past week, so like I said, it's one of those things we, we uh, give tribute to those who have passed, and if you have any of his stuff, sell it because it's worth a lot of money. Did, uh, did Brian pick up anything then? We didn't come full circle on all that. I don't know. I didn't. We kind of derailed and never came back. I did get some things. He, apparently, he's buying a lot of cards and he wants to get them graded too. He's, he's getting he's the itch. Yeah, it's there. Get, get in the itch. Here's the thing I don't understand with grading the cards, and, and I guess let's, let's talk about it for a little bit. There's there's some major companies that do it, and uh, you've got me in some of these online groups with people that, uh, I don't know. Uh, there, there's just, Trey, here's something that you, you need to learn at a young age, but sometimes people are just idiots, and they just are, and that's fine. And I don't mean that to be rude, but if you know that up front, 
um, then you can just go along with your life and you don't have to worry about it because you just know, well, just some people are just dumb. I mean, that's, I don't know. So, and uh, so there's these people arguing about which grading company is the best or whatever, and your return on investment, which I, I understand that because you're talking money, you're talking about uh, how they grade cards, that. Then they're talking about, well, turnaround time, which I understand you want to get your product back so you, you can sell it faster, but um, a lot of the people are going to this SCG company, yes. which might be a good company, I don't really know, but they're, they're going in knowing that the resale value is, um, like especially on the higher grade cards, is you know like 30% difference between that and the PSA grade, which is who we go with. Um, I'd throw Beckett in there somewhere in the wash. Uh, on the high end, Beckett's really high. On the low end, they can be really low. So they're kind of a, a harder one to, to go with. And then Beckett's put in this new uh, black label, which is beyond a 10, which, you know, to me, it's a gimmick, but it might work for them. Everything's a gimmick. Um, but anyways, so these people are, are going to go with this SCG company so they can get back their, their card faster. Um, it just, I guess that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me if you're investing for the resale, knowing that you're going to take a 30% loss um, when... Fast nickel instead of the slow dime. To, to me, a little bit. And then, you know, then they're like, well, I can always send it into PSA if I change my mind. And then I'm like, well, then you double dip. Like, what's the point? Nothing against SCG. It's just not who I go with. But Patience. People are but, not patient. Or, or they're saying, well, why grade a one-of-one one card? Um, I've seen a lot of that come up. And, and for me... Um, I mean, just for the display and for the uh, protection of the card, it's a lot better than a sleeve. But uh, there's a big thing, and this is what we're going to talk about with shoes, too, coming up here, is uh, proving that something is authentic. Um, unfortunately, we're seeing with the wrestling cards now as well with, like, the early Jordan, that there, there's these, they call them reprints yes. or, or repurposed cards, but they're not authorized reprints. So basically, they're, they're bootlegs. And the purpose is that some guy out meth will meet you in the parking lot and try to sell you it as if it's real. Trey, for those, do you, Trey, do you know what meth is? What? Say it in the microphone. What? Meth is drugs. Don't do drugs. Or it's his story problems like two and two is four and Farmer John and, and pumpkins. Hmm. That's math, not meth. Don't confuse the two. I know a few people that have and their lives have went significantly different directions. <laughs> do math. Don't do meth. And don't ever help a meth guy do math, because you're going to end up in prison, because you're a smart one. And like I said, dumb people, there are some out there. Avoid them. Um, um, great advice. Thank you. But but anyway, so you get these, these products, and if it's a, a one-of-one card, that's the only one that can be made. But if you authorize it, and you get it with one of these reputable companies... Uh, when you go to resell it or, or anything like that, not only is it protected, but it shows that it's been authenticated as being um, as being real. Uh, There's a big draft pick in the uh, NBA earlier this year, uh, Zion Williamson, who uh, was pretty popular, and his cards were going for, uh, again, the King's Ransom. And especially earlier in the season, uh, there's a lot of hype, a lot of um, expectation for him. And we were talking over with Phil at the shop, and, and there was a guy that bought what he thought was a one-of-one one card and it ended up being this counterfeit thing. Uh, long story short, a uh, guy lost, uh, how many thousands of dollars was that? Do you remember? Lots. It was more than a thousand. It was like two or three thousand dollars on this card. Yikes. So that's why I'd say with a with one-of-one one card or something, and when we're talking about that, it's a serial number on the card. Um, if they're insert or special cards, sometimes they have that kind of a thing. Uh, any guy can print something in a print shop in his basement or commission it with a good print shop. And you can come up with some things that look pretty authentic or, you know, would fool 90% of the people. 
Uh, if you get a grade that these people are professionals, and if it came back as being false afterwards, I'm sure they'd reimburse your money. Uh, but that's not going to pass their, their smell test. You know, it might get by my eyes. I'm not trained. You know, a lot of these cards aren't authorized. There's a whole lot of things that come into them. So that's why I'd say that. I don't remember why I was going off on idiots, but they're just out there, so be careful. You were talking about shoes. Oh, I need to get on to shoes. So eBay just came out. We were talking about the watches a few weeks ago. You remember that? Uh, the Rolexes and, and that kind of thing that they would authenticate them for you. Yeah. Uh, isn't Pelican the Tijuana Rolex expert? Pelican was uh, always wanted to show his new uh, Tijuana Rolex around. Whenever Pelican got a new watch, he was happy to show it to the whole school. But I haven't been around him anymore. I don't know if he's a watch guy. Some guys go into, uh, I mean, a lot of us used to use our phones anymore, right? But sometimes you dress up for a nice dinner or you have a job interview or you're trying to impress somebody, you go wear it. That's another thing, Trey. Sometimes you have to dress up, kind of look sharp. You put on a good watch. Yeah. Goes a long, goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're having family pictures soon, so. Your dad's going to dog out that fake Rolex that he got at Times Square, isn't he? Mm-hmm. No. Yes, he is. And it turns his, turns his wrist green, but it looks good in the picture. Well, uh, a lot of problems have been happening with Nike shoes, especially like Air Jordans and stuff, that people will make counterfeit shoes and be selling them. Um, and the shoe market, if you think if you think the, the cards have gone crazy, shoe market was what kind of started this off, the sneakerheads, as they call themselves. Uh, Nike would release limited edition amount of shoes. People would go buy them or they have raffles for them. Um, anyways, they're going for thousands of dollars for just a pair of shoes that somebody's going to have on display and probably never, ever wear. Uh, well, now eBay has a program that if you uh, sell certain shoes, like your Air Jordans or some of these shoes that are higher-priced shoes, that they will uh, guarantee that they're authentic. And I think it's going to work a lot of the same way they've done this with handbags, they've done it with uh, watches now, is that you'll send them in. Uh, when you sell them, it will go to like a third party, almost like the warehouse in Kentucky that does the, the international shipping program. But we'll go to somebody that's an expert, and they actually put on um, like a little badge almost. that It's almost like a Ziploc badge, but it looks better than the Ziploc badge. Yeah, like authenticated. That says it's authenticated. So as long as that's on there, eBay will stand by it. If it comes back to be false or whatever, they'll give you your money back. But uh, if you're going to be spending you know, a couple thousand dollars on a pair of shoes or multiple thousands of dollars, I think that's a good thing for eBay to do. That's kind of like what I'm saying with the PSA and some of these things is sometimes paying for something to be authenticated uh, up front is going to pay off in the long run. It makes it a lot. Uh, it, it, it gives people that warm and fuzzy to know that it isn't some guy that's ripped it off. So, Or just, you know, went down to Tijuana. I mean, we're bashing Tijuana. Is there somewhere else that makes fake goods that we can... China. Well, I'm not going after them. Yeah, you'd be like the NBA, and we'll cut off our entire... I, 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 I was giving them props for having a Walmart over there. That's true, you were. Anyways, there's these people that make counterfeit things, and, I mean, as long as there's a market, there's going to be counterfeit, and uh, you can argue whether or not that hurts anyone or not, or where the money goes. There's a lot of speculation and things. You know, some of us were poor growing up, and, and we take the Spalding pump over the Nike, uh, or Reebok pump. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, these weren't coming from, you know... Uh, the nefarious places to fund uh, meth or anything like that since we're on that kick. So, I mean, you know, that was $20 over at the pay less. But uh, if your dad went over to a store and somebody said in the parking lot, hey, I got these Jordans for you. They're first editions. They're selling online for $700 or $1,200, but they're hotter or whatever. Well, I'll give them to you right now for two or 300 because I need to get, you know, moving or whatever. 
And, and you know, guys are stupid. People are stupid. And in that moment, your head kind of goes like, oh, I'm getting a deal. Oh, it's, I, I don't know. Was it Seinfeld? There was somebody that, if it's hot, oh, it's Seinfeld in the pocket calculators. Yeah. Like, people are just like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, something I want, which is just a big game in people's heads anyways. But, but long story short is you're paying for that to be authenticated so that you don't get ripped off or, or rip somebody off in the process. But if you, if you hit somebody up in the parking lot for that, they're likely going to buy it because people are stupid. So this helps people from being stupid and ripping themselves off and then continuing to rip off other people on eBay. Then people say, well, you can't buy off eBay. They'll sell you counterfeit goods. Then I can't sell my chiclets on eBay that have been discontinued because I think I made them in my basement <laughs> in the in the bathtub. So Yeah, so that's, you know. So, so good job, eBay. The like. identification, that, that, that helps always. Um, and again, like I said, just knowing what you're selling, learning also as you're buying. There's one thing that I've done over the past, like I said, couple like month I've been learning to buy some new cards and finding exactly what they are and the, the more you get into something that you don't know you're gonna pay to educate yourself now again some things you'll lose money on and some things you might not make as much money as you think um, I really have been looking into to uh, cards and there's different cards there's reprint cards like you talked about but then there's cards that were like the second generation they were made in 1990 not 1974. And, and again, that's a huge difference in value. And I mean, the reprint, sometimes like if it's a, a Fleer or Donruss reprinted their own card, well, they had the rights to reprint it. Yeah. It might be different in value if uh, me and Adam in our in our back uh, alley here reprinted some cards that we had no authorization to, and it's, uh, you know, a, a scammer special, they have the zero value. So. so again, like I said, you know, kind of educate yourself on what you're buying, what you're selling, um, buy authentic, you know, like I said, it's usually, you're going to get more value. But one of the things that I always like about, you know, I was doing the show, so we record this on Tuesday, Derek usually, uh, I mean, the, the engineering team usually releases it on. Uh, yeah, you got your kid here taking my, taking my job. Well, I'm just trying to, you know, spread the wealth. I mean, you're making so much money on eBay, and then we're paying, you know, I'm just trying to... No, this is a... Time is money. I mean, you're probably selling stuff right now. Usually you have an airplane mode, but that's the thing. You can't even keep up. You're selling so much stuff. That's how... That's a good problem to have. So, um, we always, on Tuesdays, we get some... I usually get my email from my group that talks about cards that they're buying. Like I said, that's kind of where I've gotten to. And the best part is, like, so we document this. I know I've said this months ago. But Derek, I'm just going to go down their buying list, and I just want you to, to say the names, and I want you to look at the cards in front of you. Can you do that for me? Okay, so you're going to read names of a list of somebody that put together that you're supposed to be buying this. Correct. And then I'm supposed to look at the cards that you placed in front of me. Correct. Is this going to pay off? Is there going to be a joke in here? Or no, no. In the amazing question, question, probably question, no, whatever that was. But they're talking about first. Um, I don't have any in there, so it's not going to be there. But buying Trey Young cards. I don't see any Trey Young cards, Adam. That's because they're all at PSA. Um, the, the next one says are, you should be buying Tim Duncan and Kevin Garnett. Uh, you got some stacks of those. And, and, and how many would you say is in that stack? Well, a, a quick count. That's probably five to ten. Yeah, and, and that other one's probably well, it's a little smaller. Fifteen. Fifteen. So we're, look at that. We're, we're going on it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw in a bonus card. Uh, next to that one is Chris Bosch. That's a Chris Bosch rookie. Is that on the list? It's not on the oh, list. Oh, okay. So now you don't know more than the list. It's going to be on the list. I know it'll be on the list. because The Bostridge, as they called him. These are guys who are going into the Hall of Fame. Um, we talked about last week. You want to get ahead of the curve. Look at the future poten potential Hall of Fame guys because their careers are already cemented. Um, same thing, the, the next list of, of card over there. 
I only have one because the rest are on their way to uh, PSA, but it is uh, Jalen Hurts. Oh, yeah, we're big on him. Big on Jalen Hurts. I know you bought some autographed cards. I bought some. Those are on. They're already at PSA. Um, and then the next one, well, I didn't do Baseball guys, I don't know. No, I don't know baseball. I, I don't know enough about baseball. Hey, your boy Waddy uh, gave me a heads up. I don't see if that guy's on the list. Um, his name was Kyle something. Kyle, he plays for Seattle. He's rookie. That. Some rookie guy. He's not on the list. He should be on the list. That's a that's a shout out for uh, Waddy. Well, give our listeners an info. Kyle somebody. If they, oh, I'm working, I'm, I'm working them up right now. I just bought a whole bunch of them. Kyle Lewis. Kyle Lewis. What about Kyle Woodingham? He's not playing baseball right now. He's uh, he's not doing that. We have looked for those, some of those cards and haven't been able to find any. So uh, those are one of the, the cards we're looking for is Kyle Whittingham cards. But I, I just wanted to show this is, is, again, the things we're telling you on here, like I said, where I get this from, this is a major publication. Um, they charge uh, a lot of money to be on this email that's, list. That's a major public. It's like Publishers Clearinghouse. Ed McMahon brings us to Adam. If he has 10 friends, he's out better chance of winning the million dollar sweepstakes. I'm not even trying to do anything. I'm just letting you know. Like, the, the things we're talking about will pay off. They have paid off. They'll come to pass. If you're going to do this, like I said, do it the right way. Educate yourself. But we've got a lot of. Uh, I believe at the beginning, call it tens of hundreds of dollars laid out here. Ten, ten, tens of hundreds. Uh, I'm all hopped up on this Mountain Dew Cobra that Phil gave me. But I, So, like I said, that's just a little tidbit. Like I said, do the extra mile. Like I said, go in. You can still get things. If you're ahead of that curve, you can still get it relatively on the cheap. Now, let me explain some card stuff. I had I had a I had family situation come up this week, and uh, maybe I'll get into that. Maybe maybe I won't, but... What happened is my dad, after he after he left the hospital, decided to go to a thrift store to look for cards. Because why wouldn't you in the middle of a pandemic when you have a zero immune system? Um, so he goes to the card or the thrift store down uh, where he lives, and, and he's only heard about cards from us talking. Really, you know, he had some growing up or whatever, but hasn't really been into it. So he found him some pretty actually he found some pretty good cards, but um, the corners were kind of not the best shape. And he found this wrestling card that he was really proud of, but had like a big uh, kind of a dent in, in it. And it was like, I mean, it was a card I hadn't seen before. So I told him he was doing good by what he found. It was it was numbered. It had a medallion. It was like an insert type card. Um, but but when the, when you look at cards, you're looking for, for a few things. Uh, like Adam's saying, you want to find these name brands. You want to find these guys that you've heard of. They're going to the Hall of Fame or, or the up-and-comers. That's kind of a difficult thing to do. That's almost like picking your own niche if you want to go new or old school. Um, there's some research and some things to be happening in there. However, when you're when you're looking at a card, and maybe I'll do a video or something showing this, is uh, you're looking at the condition. So when it comes out, you want to look at your edges, your corners. Uh, you want to see how, how well centered it is. I know a lot of times me and Adam just talk about you go buy a card, you get graded, and you're, you're a millionaire. And that's not exactly true. And I, I didn't realize how uh, maybe... No, I thought we covered it pretty good until my dad sent me pictures and asking me what some of this might be that maybe I didn't cover it as good as we should have or, or maybe we assumed some things that, that we didn't talk about. So, so uh, I'm Trey Beasley. And, and, and he approves this message. Mm-hmm. A little more into the mic. What's up, Trey? So uh, I may, I'll make sure that they're not telling you any lies right now. Oh. Okay. Back checking us. He, he's doing his thing. We've been watching a lot of political things, so he, he kind of uh, is on that mode. Hey, did you see the fly on Pence's head card? No. Um, yeah. Not. You've seen it? 
Okay, there you go. I almost bought wait, it. Wait, wait, what a card? Yeah, Tops is coming out with these political cards. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, there was from the, the vice presidential debate, which was uh, just up the road here from us. Mm-hmm. But the fly that landed on Vice President Pence's head, they had they made a card for the fly. Wow. So that's a that's true, uh, true moment in history. I know you guys are into your historical cards. They're, they're making cards for everything. And like I said, he is getting a little more of the, the nuts and bolts, the details. Um, not everything is worth, I mean, they call it the junk wax era for a reason. There's a lot of stuff out there that's worth nothing. Yeah, a lot of overproduced, a lot. But, but in the same vein as I say that, um, if you get certain, like, like I mean, it's, it's obvious, but not. Michael Jordan was in that same era. Anything Michael Jordan's going pretty well. Um, I mean, at the first of that era, you have, like, your, your Joe Montana, uh, Troy Aikman, um, Boomer, Sice, and Adam. I know you're a big Boomer guy. Boomer. Uh, that was just a joke. People don't go buy Boomer cards uh, unless you want to, which is your own personal preference. But don't say that I sent you. Um, you know, Emmett Smith. I mean, there's some there's some Hall of Famers. I think if you're going to go in the junk wax era, uh, I mean, it's probably because you want to have fun opening cards. But there are some Hall of Famers, and there's some money to be had there. I know people say avoid it, and I generally agree with that. However, there's always an exception to the rule, right? There's always going to be money some places. So. Um, what stories do I have to share with you, Adam? I thought I had something to come in here hot with, and I'm, I'm just off. I just got a text from my wife saying that they didn't take my, my trash today. Oh, they didn't get your trash, huh? Well, I, I may have went a little heavy on the uh, pruning of the trees, and oh. I may have some uh, pretty high... Uh, green waste? Green waste that kept tipping over during our windstorm the other day, so now i got to think of a different way to dispose of this. Well, while you go into that, I... Received an offer. Ooh, we like offers. So eBay's pretty smart, and what they get a lot of things is as sellers, you know, you can see buyers that are potentially interested. You go on and, and like some things. Um, I think I found the holy grail of things that I want for my personal collection, my PC. Okay. That's what your PC is. It's your personal collection. Or it's your personal computer. Thank you, Bill Gates. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I like lots of things. I got him to laugh. <laughs> you, you did get the kid to laugh. I like a lot of uh, rare tax-related things. And if you can buoy that... I about said something that would have got it all stirred up. Go ahead. If you can buoy that into paying 750 No, no. If you can, I was going to say that tax report is pretty rare to find right now. <laughs> yeah, it's just non-relevant or non uh, so, is this something you're selling or something somebody's selling? No, something that somebody's selling to me. So, okay. Trey, again, this goes back to the negotiate, okay? I was somehow able to find out um, that there is a 1936 original copy of Babe Ruth's tax return. Wow. wow. That's kind of cool. That, that, exactly. Wow. That's kind of cool. That hits it in... Both fronts, the accounting tax side plus Babe Ruth. I mean, how cool would that to be to have, you know, authentic, authenticated. And get it off to the Beckett. Get it off to the Beckett, get it encased okay. in something really cool and have that here in my office. That would be actually, that would be really cool. Is it? Is it signed by oh, Babe Ruth? Yes, it's signed. It's a signed Babe Ruth tax return. Okay. Well, well, well don't you have to sign your tax return? Well, yeah, you have to sign, especially back then. It's not like Babe Ruth e-filed well, in 1936. He had people that did it for him. <laughs> yes. So this is a 1936 official 
tax return. How much did Babe make in 1936? $10,000. Well, that's not bad. <laughs> and, and I don't know if that was all of his reported uh, or unreported. Well, did he get did well, the baby well, you, well if you pull up the inflation calculator, I'm not um you'll you can look up ten thousand dollars in Babe Ruth's days and then look it up, see how much money it's worth. I know I've done it once, it was worth about mm, fifty thousand, maybe. So, they, I mean, inflation calculator. Who's kid is this? Probably getting a new Studebaker with that kind of cash, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Some of them gals, them gams. So, that was, and again, it was a one page. It was just a report your income. But this tax return, the guy was asking $3,995 for. A little steep. A little, little out of my price range. How much, how much does a babe autograph go for, though? I don't know. I'd have to. That might not be so steep. I don't know. I, I don't know either, but it's one of those things yeah. I think I could ever sell it. No, but, but I mean, you'd have to look into it to see yeah. if it's worth the, the price. Yeah. But, but I liked it. I, I said, add to my, you know, my, my wish list or my like list, and the guy just sent me an offer for $2,220. Already, he's, so that shows that he's willing to make a deal. 220000 No, two two thousand two hundred and twenty. So he dropped it over a grand. Yeah, he dropped it a lot. He dropped it a lot of percent. Wow. So that, that means if you do your research and you come in and say, listen, I'm going to do some stuff. I have to get this off to Beckett. It's going to cost me some money. Yeah. See if this is real or whatever. And you send him another offer with an attachment. You might you might be the proud owner. That's, that's very tempting. And then it could be hanging right there on the wall when people come in. You can say, "You see that?" Very tempting. That's uh, you know who George Herman Ruth was, right? That's right. I, I don't know if it's one of those. I, I do have. You can see his picture right there. Yeah. He had a picture hanging in my office in a Red Sox uniform. I mean, and and speaking of. Um, your, your lovely mother-in-law, she always asks about that. That's her favorite picture. That's her favorite thing about coming to, to the office. Not pictures of her, uh, me around here. Oh, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> I won't go down those roads. You're, you're on the third favorite son-in-law list. Well, you know, they're, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, I just, just came to her, like I said, we talked about negotiating. We talked about throw out a price. I mean, you, who knows what somebody's going to have. And then if you get people to like it, throw them an offer. What do you think if, uh, say you have the time machine, right? And you can just bring Babe Ruth over here. This is a question for all of you. All of you, Trey. I want your input, too. So you take him to one of these Comic-Cons, right, where people are getting uh, getting paid. They're getting paid to do these autographs, right? So Babe Ruth comes, and he's like, oh, this is an old ball player. And then the guy, they're talking in the break or whatever, and he says, yeah, they're paying me 20 grand a day to come out here and sign autographs. Now, we just learned that Babe was only making, well, post-inflation, I understand, but 10 grand a year to play his heart out. And it's not like they had good conditions back then. So he's in this air-conditioned uh, conference center. He's, you know, he's just like, man, this man's making double what I paid just to sign autographs all day. What do you think Babe would think about that? Well, I mean, I would think that he would think that they're making a lot of money, but, but I mean, I think he would do it. I, actually, I think if oh, he Oh, I think he'd be saying, sign me up, but yeah. yeah you think yeah, he'd be upset? Yeah. You think he'd be just good with it? I, I don't know. He might be a little up just jealous of the men, but, I mean, it's, it's good for, I mean, I think he would be, he would, he would love it, and then send him back on the time machine, and so let so history change. The conversion rate is it's about one hundred eighty thousand dollars. Oh, that's a little better than, than fifty, but still yeah, compared to what they're playing now. Thousand dollars to play baseball back in the. In the I've been big so. on this time machine thing. I, I said the other day we were watching this Fargo show, which you shouldn't watch, Trey. But they had uh, they had this this lady that they were paying to clean the house a dollar a dollar a day. 
And I said, well, if I had a time machine, I'd pay her $10 a day and I'd bring her up here and let her clean the house and take her back. And my wife said, well, well, you wouldn't buy Apple stock or you wouldn't do any of this other stuff if you had the time machine. You'd just go hire this lady and pay her, you know, 10 times her wage to come clean your house. And so that you both thought that you were having a win-win. I said, yeah, yeah, that's probably what I'd do. So that, that's, again, like I said, talking about offers, talking about listing things. I mean, and time machines. Yeah, and time machines. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean. Jigawatts and what have you. What, what I would do is I would go back into that time machine and, and I guess not time machine. If I go to the future and I'd get like one of those sports almanacs that told me the scores of things and then I could go back. No, yeah. Have you, have you let the kid watch the Back to the Futures? What, what are you talking about? That's just what I would do. Oh, well, yeah, I'm sure McFly is what you would do. Well, well, I would probably go back and maybe just kind of... You'd go back and see your dad play with Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> Might as well, Joe. During the break, I, I had to break the tray that was dad and I looked like in high school. <laughs> My hair was not quite that long. But you tried. Yeah, I, I would just travel back in time and maybe... No, I would travel to the future like 100 years and see how the world was. Well, why would you take the historical cards of yours, go back, get them signed, bring them back? Now, who has a signed, you know, Burke's card? Burns. Aaron Burns. Um, um, nobody. See? Uh, there you go. Priceless. I, I will get into that because we're, we're close to wrapping up, but... I, I turned on the Pawn Stars the other day. Love that. You know, you forget about that show. I used to watch it all the time. But it was like a sports special, and then it got into a history special. It showed them buying a $125,000 John Hamilton watch. See? Pocket watch. There you have it. So wow. just keep that in mind. Like the, the, You the, can go back. The riches are in the niches. That's right. There's there's several things that you can make money in. But it's all, again, it's, it's, relative, it's what you like. Like things that interest you, things that you want to learn about. Because like I said, it's fun. That, and this is fun. Like this is, I get going to movies. We can't really do that. You know, there's so many things, forms of entertainment that we used to have. Or, or just as a side job or a part-time job, you don't want to make a sweat house, uh, sweatshop for yourself where you have to come in and sell down jackets or, or something that you know nothing about or don't care about. And you're doing the research and it's just boring. You're putting you to sleep. Or you can be looking up for Adam, which gives him, you know, he's got his players. He's got his list. He's, he's doing the research. That's fun for him. He's sending it off. Yep. They come back. He makes some good money. And maybe that's not fun for you. Maybe, uh, you know, vintage furniture is or whatever. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of ways. And like I said, we do have a lot of full-time sellers. And there's a lot of people moving to it. And like I said, I've given some advice about setting up like a business. But, man, have, have fun doing it. This is, a, this is enjoyment. Like I said, when you work for yourself, there's a lot of uh, good things. You need to set rig rigorous schedules. Be, you know, make sure that you... Do everything you're supposed to. Don't don't procrastinate because then you'll never uh, you just won't sell. You won't live. And, uh, and, you know if it's not for sale. And that's the thing. We got the fourth quarter coming up um, again. It's a big. I've already started this uh, this week. I've been selling like crazy again. Um, so get listing your stuff. People are buying early. I know we've been saying this for a little bit, but it, if it's not for sale, yeah, it's not. It, well, if it's not listed, it's not going to sell. No one's walking into Adam's office and saying. Hey, what's in that box over there? And he pulls it out, and it's all these basketball cards. And they say, "Well, you got you, you know, a uh, Chris Bosh rookie card in there." And Adam says, "Yes, here it is." And they say, "Well, can I give you a lot of money for it?" No, it's got to, you know, be for sale. And somebody will type in Chris Bosh rookie, and it will come up, and they'll say, 
Okay, I'm going to buy that from you. That's how it works, folks. you, you got to make it available there. So, mm. Hope you learned a lot. We had a lot of fun. Thanks for coming in, Trey. Appreciate your time here, buddy. Mm, thank you. Good, good insights. So, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, get ready for it. Quarter, be listing, be selling, lots of things going on. Um, but, but that being said, I, I, Derek, I think there's two things in life that are for certain. Trey, what are those two things? Death piles and taxes. Good job. Son of a whore and a Scotsman Dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot in the Caribbean By providence impoverished and squalor Grow up to be a hero and a scholar The ten dollar Founding father without a father Got a lot farther by working a lot harder By being a lot smarter By being a self-starter by 14 They placed him in charge of a trading charter And every day while slaves were being slaughtered and carted away Across the waves he struggled and kept his guard up Inside he was longing for something to be a part of The brother was ready to beg, steal, borrow, or barter Then a hurricane came and devastation reigned A man saw his future drip, dripping down the drain Put a pencil to his temple, connected it to his brain And he wrote his first refrain, a testament to his pain Well the word got around and said this kid is insane man Took up a collection just to send him to the mainland Get your education, don't forget from whence you came And the world's gonna know your name What's your name man? Alexander Hamilton My name is Alexander Hamilton And there's a million things I haven't done But just you wait, just you wait When he was ten, his father split full of it Debt ridden two years later See Alex and his mother bedridden half dead Sitting in their own sick, the scent thick And Alex got better, but his mother went quick Moving with a cousin, the cousin committed suicide Left him with nothing but ruined pride Something new inside a voice saying Alex, you gotta fend for yourself He started retreating and reading every treatise on the shelf There would have been nothing left to do for someone less astute He would have been dead and destitute without a cent or restitution Started working, working for his late mother's landlord Trading sugar cane and rum and all the things he can't afford to give for
with him. Me, I died for him. Me, I trusted him. Me, I loved him. And me, I'm the damn fool that shot him. There's a million things I haven't done, but just you.